This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. May 20th, 1999. Dan Quayle is in San Francisco. Wait a minute, 1999? Hadn't the elder George Bush's vice president faded from the national scene by then? He'd been voted out of office in 1992 when Bush lost his re-election bid to Bill Clinton. It had been seven years since Quayle stood at a podium at the Commonwealth Club in San Francisco and said the Rodney King riots in Los Angeles had happened because of disintegrating family values, thanks in part to... A sitcom? It doesn't help matters when primetime TV has Murphy Brown, a character who supposedly epitomizes today's intelligent, highly paid professional woman, mocking the importance of fathers by bearing a child alone and calling it just another lifestyle choice. It had been six years and 11 months since this signature Dan Quayle moment. Potato. Quayle was campaigning for Bush's re-election. He was visiting an elementary school in Trenton, New Jersey, sitting in a classroom and supposedly conducting a spelling bee. 12-year-old William Figueroa was at the chalkboard, and Quayle told him to spell... Potato. 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 The kid spells potato correctly, P-O-T-A-T-O, and then he starts erasing the word, and someone tells him, hang on, you gotta wait for the vice president. Okay, try it one more time, kid. And as he starts writing, Quayle has a tip. Add a little bit to the end there. Spell that that again. You're right. Phonetically, Quayle says, what else? William somehow gets the message that even though spelling potato correctly pretty much is writing phonetically, Quayle wants him to add an E at the end. So he does. Various men in suits are applauding, as are the kids. Either nobody knows how to spell potato or nobody wants to offend the vice president. Years later, in a Where Are They Now story, the Washington Times asked the adult William Figueroa what he was thinking, and he said, I was thinking, how the hell did I spell potato wrong? Quail was roasted for the gaffe. Late-night comedians would have a standby punchline about him for as long as he lives. Ask the next person you see, however old they are, what they remember about Dan Quayle, and they'll say something about spelling or potato. I've been doing it for a week. It never fails. In his memoir, Standing Firm, Quayle wrote that it was a defining moment of the worst imaginable kind. He said the word had been misspelled on the index card he was reading from, and while he thought the E at the end was wrong, he decided to trust the school officials who'd given him the card over his own instincts. The result was the moment he'll always be remembered for. Rita Beamish was a White House correspondent for the Associated Press during the Bush-Quayle administration, and she covered Quayle a lot. Now she's a copy editor at the San Francisco Chronicle, and when Bush died last year, she talked to Joe Garofoli about him on Joe's podcast, It's All Political. 
She says Quayle got a bad rap as a dummy. He had a persona that was a little bit goofy, and he would do things like spell potato wrong. But um, he actually, you know, in in when he was a senator, um, he had been on uh, uh, he, he had been sort of steeped in foreign policy, specifically Russia, Soviet Union, and mm-hmm. so the things he knew about, he he did know. So okay, what was Dan Quayle doing in San Francisco in 1999? And he wasn't just in San Francisco. He was at the Commonwealth Club again. He was very consciously celebrating the seventh anniversary of his Murphy Brown speech with a major campaign address. That's right. Dan Quayle was running for president. He had had some health issues that kept him from running in 1996, but now his hat was in the ring to succeed Clinton, whose second term was coming to an end. This time, the major calamity he was addressing was the Columbine High School shooting. He said America couldn't expect a quick fix. The real problem wasn't guns, he said, but lawyers, lawsuit-happy attorneys, and children's rights advocates had turned schools into a values-free zone, undermining culture, parental rights, and religious values. He got a tepid, polite response from the San Francisco audience, and he did get a nice laugh. Someone asked him a question about Vice President Al Gore, the front-runner and eventual Democratic nominee, Gore had just done that interview where he bragged about backing policies that helped foster development of the Internet, which in the popular imagination became, I invented the Internet. Quayle said, I didn't invent the Internet, but I did invent spellcheck. Pretty good, Dan. His campaign didn't make it to the new year. He dropped out, backed George W. Bush, and went to work for Cerberus Capital Management. He's still there as chairman of Global Investments. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.